Welcome to the Gym Lords Podcast, where we talk to real gym owners and share their stories, their trials, and what's working for them right now. To apply to be a guest on this podcast, click the link in the description. Hope you enjoy and subscribe. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I'll be your host today. My name is JJ Hernandez, and joining us on the show today is the one and only Heather Foss out of South Carolina. Heather, what's going on? How are you? Hi, I'm fantastic. I'm so excited to do this today. Thanks for having me. There you go. Yeah, of course. Happy Wednesday. Appreciate you being here. And, uh, you know, before we dive into the nitty gritty of what you have going on at your facility, um, first, tell us a little bit about how you describe your business to people and what made you get started in the first place? Awesome. Um, thank you. I, our business, we try to strengthen fitness. We really look at it as we call it a niche market gym. Um, so everyone's welcome and anyone can come and join us, but we are tailored more towards someone who has some goals and they really want to get them done. They don't want to come in and play around. They want to get it done and go on about their business outside of the gym. But also someone who's looking to plug in to a group of people and really get connected to. So we don't want you to come in and feel like you're just roaming around the gym without knowing what you're doing. Um, but that some, there are plenty of knowledgeable people within the facility that can help you reach those goals along the way. So um, Chida Strength, we are 8,000 square foot facility. 4,000 square foot is strength training. So we have equipment for strongman, powerlifting, all that great stuff, or bodybuilding, something of that nature, or just your general population who may want to do just strength training type uh, training. Um, our other 4,000 square foot is CrossFit style training, uh, where you can be a part of a class um, if you would like some instruction, or we have several athletes who are more of the higher level athletes that have their own training so they can come in and do CrossFit style training or Olympic lifting. So. Gotcha. Wow. That's a lot of versatility. I it's will say that. <laughs> and um, well, let me ask you this too. So at Titus, what, what, what services do you guys offer? Like if you had to put like a, a title on each of them, what services would you guys say you offer? So we offer, um, you get 24 hour access you get a one-on-one -on -one personal training if you would like. You get small, um, somewhere between five and seven um, people in group fitness classes. Um, you get powerlifting training if you'd like, Olympic lifting training, or you can come in and do your own training as well. Cool, that's awesome. And how many members are you guys at currently? Um, we bounce between like 250 and 300. Nice. Nice. Okay. And, and so if I was a member and if I came into to Titus Strength Fitness and, and I wanted to join, uh, what would I have to pay to get started? Um, so our strength training side is $39 a month. And then our CrossFit side is $89 a month. Okay, cool. So yeah. Okay. And would I be able to bounce between either one if I wanted to switch over? If you wanted to, there's a fee for both and it's $109 a month. Oh, to do both. Oh, awesome. Okay. I like that. I like that. That's awesome. But okay, if, that's cool. if for some reason you're like, man, this whole CrossFit thing isn't working for me. I really want to come over and train with some power lifters and, and slow down and calm down a little bit. Um, and just focus your training. You can switch your membership over to the other one. That's super easy. And because we're not corporate run or anything, it literally takes me two clicks of a button to change over your membership. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's easy. Yes. That's Wow. Okay. So I love the simplicity there. I think, and I think your, your members appreciate that as well, you know, cause not everybody can just do one click of a button and then you're good to go. No. So, um, all right. And, and let me ask you this. So uh, on the topic of clients currently, so how do you guys go about finding new clients? 
Um, that's been a little bit of a struggle for us. Um, to be honest, that's been the hardest struggle in the entire um, five years we've been open, finding new clientele and keeping that good fresh blood coming the whole time. Um, it has been a little bit of a struggle. We live in a smaller community. Uh, we chose to open up our facility on like the outskirts of town, more or less. So the population isn't as large or we're not as convenient, which, you know, uh, working with gems and stuff, convenience is key when it comes to a gem. There are very few, and it has to be like top athletes, really, who are going to drive outside of uh, their normal environment to go to a specific facility. Like I would drive to Titus if I wasn't the owner to train at Titus because we have the kilo plates, the power bars, what we need as a strength training athlete. Um, yeah. or Ollie plates, something like that. So I would travel outside of my normal range, but your normal general gym population is not going to travel um, if it's inconvenient to go to the gym. So yeah, totally. really trying to find ways to plug into the surrounding communities. Um, so like trying to get onto Facebook pages and posting in them, trying to go to um, community events and being a part of that and getting, you know, actually being a face to the to the facility has been how we've gone about it. Social media has been helpful, but not as helpful as like what we thought it would be. Um, yeah. So really it's just trying to um, find people like personally on my Facebook page. Okay, who lives in this community and can plug our gym on your community page? Or can I bring you some flyers and you hand them out at your next community event? Something like that. Yeah, um, hey, Heather, I'm sorry. Do you, can you hear my dog crying no. over here? You can't, no. okay. I just want to make sure because like, she's gonna be I'm no. <laughs> Okay, cool. <laughs> awesome. Okay. And and so I think that's great. I think what you're doing is is, is you're building that little community there. And I think you've got a lot to offer. Um and I I'll, and I, I'm kind of curious. So um with the methods you've used now, how many new clients would you say you probably see on a in a monthly basis? Um we may get I would say five to seven new clients. Um, a month, but that's as the turnover of some clients are leaving as well. Um, our population also is, and thanks to COVID, our population of our facility um, is a lot of high schoolers. Uh, we are kind of sandwiched between two decently large high schools, and that has exploded our facility. So as we get some kids who are in between sports, they'll pick up a mentorship or drop them off. Um, and then graduating and coming back for co from college over the holidays. So all of that comes to play into our membership as well. Um, and we, we allow teenagers to train at our facility without, without an adult. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Yes. Okay. So even that, I mean, because that's not as common either you would think. And I think that's great. I think it's a, another great option to, to appeal to a bigger demographic. Because even then, if, yep they come and then now that maybe the parents get curious like, hey, let me see what, what's going on in the facility as well. yes. so then you bring them in as well well if you I know like how that. how teenagers work you don't typically out in public see a teenager alone at the mall right they come true. in they come in droves like ants <laughs> they're just everywhere very true so very very when, true when one teenager comes in they are typically followed immediate by by at least one other one um and then the parents are like what are my kids doing at midnight at your facility? And like, hey, they they may all just be sitting around on the stairs. 
but I can tell you where they all are and I can even send you a picture of them sitting in my gym. And so we have parents who are really being bought in to the fact that their kids are in a safe place doing something productive and constructive and positive. Yeah. And I think that's major because I think oh, uh, oftentimes you'll have the seniors who go in a different direction, but if they're doing a positive thing and they're, and they're progressively doing that and collectively, I mean, come on, it's nothing, yes. but like, I, we're going, we're going <laughs> to tie <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. Um, and, and sometimes they'll bring their Chick-fil-A in with them and, you know, their bag oh of gummies. I'm like, all right, at least you're here and I know you're safe. And <laughs> That's it, right? Yeah, having some fun. So yeah. awesome, Heather. And let me ask you this too. So uh, what would you say, um, if, if traffic was not an issue and you had unlimited traffic, how much could you hypothetically handle? Like what would be that maximum capacity? Um, we're, we're borderline where we are, where we can be. So we can't grow too much more. Um, like on a really heavy day, I, I can't fit in it. You got some people sitting on steps or in benches waiting for a squat rack and a bench press, which you know is not ideal. That's super frustrating. Luckily, we all love each other, so it's some chatting time or somebody needs to eat or we can work in together because we have combo racks because we're a powerlifting gym. Um, so several of us can work in together and that works out fine. So we are pushing the border of max capacity. So we're, we, we have been looking for a larger facility for several months now. Oh, wow. Really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and so you guys are intending to, to move as soon as possible or... That would be the goal, um, but we don't want to move outside the radius of where we are. So we're extraordinarily limited then to a business shutting down or some random piece of land where we are is exploding in population as well. So they're constantly leveling things and building up new things. So we're at the mercy of hopefully somebody popping up a big metal building that we can upfit. Um, so... We've, yeah. we've slowly explained, expanded into the building that we're in because we started out in maybe roughly 1,500 square foot. And as um, some other businesses in the facility have shut down or as our landlord was like, okay, we think you're going to make it because gym, gyms are high risk, right? We, un we understand that. So as we think you're going to make it, we'll keep letting you rent out more and more of the building. So we'd blow out a wall and have another 500 square foot, blow out another wall, add a, you know, another 1,000 square foot. So... We've expanded as much as we can in the building that we're in. So, wow, yeah, and I think that's great. I think um, obviously growth is, is is inevitable when you're in the gym, and I think you have a, yes. a lot to eventually come as well too. Because I mean, if you're at almost at max capacity now, I mean, and and you know, I mean, growth is inevitable. You're, you're gonna have to <laughs> get over to yes. somewhere. Yes. Um, <laughs> and especially because you appeal to such a general population, I think um, you know it's not like you're going to be limited to a certain amount of people anyway. It's, it's, it's endless. So um, I think that's great. Hadi, and congratulations to that as well. Much success to you. Yeah. And so I want to take a step back from clients on this portion of it. And then I want to see, so when let's say I was a lead, right? Like I was interested in joining, I don't know the area, but I want to join the facility. It looks nice. Uh, walk me through the client journey, right? From, from me entering and, and going through the sales process to becoming a client. What does that look like for you guys? Um, so basically, a client comes in, uh, a lot of times, we actually have been recently getting more people who are like, I have no idea what I want to do, but you're, you are in my backyard, so show me what you can offer. So we do walk them through both sides of our facility, 
um, kind of ask them their background. Have you trained before? Have you not? If you haven't trained before, my goal typically is to shift them over to our CrossFit side of the facility. And it's not because I want you to necessarily do this thing called CrossFit or whatever, but it's because I have an instructor who is very knowledgeable in what they do. You are doing it with really like-minded people and um, it's very structured and tailored. So, but it is always changing. So there is no way to get bored with the, with group classes like this. Um, so we do, we do barbell work in there as well as some cardio style training with weights, right? That's CrossFit for you. But the big key of that is that you, you have instruction. And so if you have no knowledge, my goal is to kind of shift you towards that side. If you're like, Hey, I get training from somebody else, or I want um, a powerlifting program, then of course, we're going to walk you through. Okay. So here's why we run powerlifting program. If you need that, if you have a, a coach already, or you have some program that you're already running, here's the facility. So here's our, um, what we call the power room where it has all of our squat racks and bench press and deadlift platforms, dumbbell room, accessory room, all of those type of things. So we just walk them through everything that's available to them. Um, yeah. so, and the glory to both sides of our facility as well are is that they are both 24 hour access. So if you can't make it to a class, you can come in and you can do the workout on the board for the CrossFit side. Um, if you, you know, are a shift worker, which we have a lot of, cause we're a military town, police officers, a lot of factories, you can come in and do your own training 24 seven. So. Which is a big incentive. I, I think yes. even, uh, since, since COVID when COVID did come, you know, and I think a lot of gyms went away from that 24 hour, which I don't know if you guys, I mean, I'm sure you guys were obligated to, or but I think a lot of, uh, at least other gyms in my area, they straight away from the 24 hours, unfortunately, but to actually have that and, and maintain that, I think it's a, a big incentive for a lot of people. And you know, your area and you know, your demographics so well, which is great because you understand they need that you know they're yes. going to be there at two in the morning three in the morning or whatever it is or four so i think that that's that's great that you understand that like to that high of a degree and and you're so confident in in, in your business model because of that because you know the area so well yeah um yeah. and i think that's great and, and let me ask you this too do you do all the selling yourself yes yes <laughs> <laughs> I I can tell. nobody can sell like i can sell like <laughs> I love my it. husband I, I love my husband he's fantastic he helps me run all things um and but he's not there all the time and when i hear some when somebody comes in and i hear him try to do our little spiel i'm like oh that's hilarious um, oh. yes that's awesome because I think uh, one, obviously you being there more often, it, I think it builds the conviction and the belief. And obviously I'm sure he believes in it as well, but you're there day in and day out and, and you live and yeah. breathe it. So yes. um, yeah. it's almost as if like, like you're in, uh, I always say like, if you're, if you, if you're so convicted that you, you believe in what you're doing so much, it's like going in a time machine and trying to convince somebody to buy Bitcoin back in 2011, cause you know, it's going to yes. make all this money. And it's like, yes. well, look, like you don't have to convince anybody. It's like, look, this is what you're going to get. And I like, think they're going to believe it. So you believe it so much. They're going to be like, well, what does this lady know that I don't like, well, right. I got to check what this is about. So, right. Um, yes. and I, yeah. that's great. I could see, I could just tell you live it, you know, and you're <laughs> genuine. I think, um, that's the biggest thing too, you know, even how you describe, but like the teenagers and the perspective on that, I think, um, you're there for the right reasons, you know, you're there for the clients and not for financial gratification. I think that's the biggest thing. I think that's great. Yeah. And, um, I want to turn the tables here 
and kind of let you self-reflect on yourself and, and kind of put you in, in the seat here. So um, there, there's typically three pillars of business or, you know, you know, three core functions that we use in business um, out of the five more often than any um, in the gym and fitness industry. And that's the lead generation, which is your marketing. Uh, you have lead acquisition, which is your sales. And then you have your retention and ascension, which is keeping your clients longer and getting them to buy more from you. Um, of those three, where do you feel like you could improve the most? Hmm. <clears throat> I think, I think we've maxed out number three the most. Like, I think we do the best at number three, like getting them really bought in and sold in. Um, so probably one and two is be kind of, they teeter back and forth between the two. I definitely think we could be, be better at um, those first two things that you mentioned right off. Yeah. Yeah. So, so getting people to walk through the door and, and actually converting. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So once once we get them in, because typically it's like, hey, I know somebody that is here about the times that you said, because that's a big thing for us is that um, what time are you going to come in and train? Do you think after typically it's after we've already signed paperwork and they're they're a member. It's what time you come in and train? Oh, my gosh, I know this person that does exactly the type of training that you want to do. I need to connect you guys. And so connecting people almost immediately so they feel like this is home. Um, and, and that's what that's what I love about our gym is it's because it is small, feels like a mom and pop's garage gym is we plug you in immediately so you don't feel lost and by yourself. Um, unless you want to be that loner, we will leave you alone. But um, typically people do better and they stay longer when they plug in. And so um, that's that's what we how I think we do so good on that number three is we immediately plug them in. I see, you know, I see you struggling a little bit. Would you like some programming so that we can keep seeing some progress in your training, that type of stuff? So definitely getting yep. people in the gym and getting them to understand why they should be with us and not with, you know, Globo Gym down the street. Yeah, no, I got you. It, it makes sense. I, I think, um, again, I think that comes from a, a big factor of you being so personable, right? You being so genuine. I think that's why you're so good at people feel that, you know, people make decisions and buy off of emotion, right? And emotionally, if you can make them feel connected to be like, wow, like, this is a good place. And, and I feel like it's a good place. Not like, I think, or it's a good price. You know, I'm here for the price. It's no, it's, this is a great facility. It's a great people here. And I'm here to stay. Yes, so, and yes. I, I think that that's, that's a, that's a big emphasis on you there. Just being you, um, having a high hangout factor, I like to say. Yeah. So that's great there too, Heather. And, and on the topic of retention, because said you guys are great at that. So how do you guys track, um, you know, members who are joining, you know, exiting, uh, canceling? Like, how do you guys track those, uh, those statistics? So I actually, the system that we use for our billing tracks that for me. Um, okay. so I, um, all of our members have to be, I have to have all their billing information and all that kind of stuff. Cause ain't nobody got time for anything else. Um, and so my billing system actually tracks all that for me. So I can pull up a monthly sheet and it'll tell me like, of course, who's behind on their membership and I need to reach out to them, um, or how many exits I've had or how many new entries we've had. And I can keep track of that in all kinds of little graphs and, and things of that nature. So Nice. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Cause I feel like uh, oftentimes a lot of gym owners, they'll throw that to the side, you know, the tracking and, oh, well, I have a sign-in sheet or whatever it may be. Um, I think that's a big emphasis. If you know your numbers and I, I think you're, you're 50% there being successful because yes. yeah, yeah, you'll yeah. never know if you're growing or dying unless you know your numbers. So right. and I, I think if you, as a gym owner too, you're plugged in enough 
Um, and uh, like we were just talking about, like I do all of the signups and all the cancellations. So I, in my gut, um, like I have an idea every month of, okay, I've had this many people cancel this month, but I've only had this many join. Um, uh, so, you know, I, I get that feeling of where we need to do a little bit of extra push to get us caught up and at least stabilized or, you know, thinking about, okay, what month is it? What's happening? I know this coming month, we're going to have a lot of people drop off because of this happening um, or it's graduation, like I just said. So we're going to have a lot of teenagers. I already know of these seven who are going away to college. So they're already going to be probably bumping down or wanting to freeze their membership then reopen it when they come back from college, that kind of thing. So we start having those conversations with kids, start talking about people about the options that we do have available so you don't have to cancel, um, all those things. That's nice, yeah, that's good. Yeah, I feel like when you're there that much and you're, you're the, the person, um, yeah. it, it's kind of hard to not know the numbers, you know? I, I think, it, especially not keeping it top of mind either because I'm pretty sure, you know, at least 9% of people on a first name basis, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that's great. And, uh, and last two questions for you, Heather. So um, the goal, the bigger picture for you guys, what's the overarching goals for you and, and the facility? Um, we definitely want to get bigger. Uh, we actually would, would even like to open a second um, facility on the other side of town that we, um, that we actually live in. Uh, we would like to actually open another facility over there. The logistics of that is, is pretty difficult because nobody runs a, your own gym like you would run your own gym. So how how would that work and still do it exceptionally well and do it like we do now is where is the things we keep twittering back and forth with. Um, the other side of town is more expensive. So the expense side of that, um, how would that change? Would we have to up prices for both facilities? Um, to be able to afford adding the second one. All those things have to come into play when we're talking about wanting to open another facility. Um, I would love to not necessarily be the one that's there all the time. So that would be our second thing is, and I'm really only there three days a week with the facility open because it's 24 hours. So I have um, office hours on Monday, Tuesday, Thursday. Um, the other days that I'm there are by appointment or I'm training myself. So if, if you, I need, I need a shirt that says I'm training. If I can, I will help you. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Because I some, I you all the time. some days that, that I just don't get to train because somebody needs something. Um, <laughs> but um, so being able to have somebody that I can have on staff and pay, afford to pay them to be there um, would be great. Yeah, totally. And I think that's a, a big emphasis of what you mentioned there is just finding that talent, right? People are going to not only run it as good as, but respect the business as much as you do, you know what I mean? And it treated us, it was their own. So I think that's the biggest takeaway that I've noticed with a lot of facilities that you can get good talent, but are they bought in, you know, are they convicted as well? So it's so hard. It's so hard. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's true. And that's probably one of the hardest parts. And then the last question for you, Heather, and this is a tough one. We had a, a gentleman two weeks ago. He walked out for like 10 minutes and came back to everybody to answer. Like he really thought about it. So, oh, no. I, mean, I don't know if it's that big, big of a deal or not. But um, so if you can go back in time to when you first started your facility, your gym, um, well, what would you tell Heather back then with the knowledge you know now for that one piece of advice? Oh, gosh, that is a that's a great question. Um, number one, I, I think to even 
proceed, um, add some information before before your question is for somebody thinking about starting a facility. Um, we actually had a ton of naysayers because we we wanted to do this thing. We felt it in our gut. We wanted to do it so badly, and we were just looking for somebody to tell us we could do it. We didn't have anybody, not not anybody in the industry telling us that we could do it. Uh, like our friends were like, this is awesome. We believe in you. That's great. We had those people, but it, the P, we didn't have anybody in the industry that was like, this is going to be great. We think what you have going on is be great. In fact, what we kept getting quoted over and over again was that 99% of gems fail. 99% of gems fail. That's all we kept hearing over and over and over again. So if I, I would love to be that person for somebody like me to say, you got this. If this is what you want to do, how can I partner with you and help make this happen for you? You know, what kind of advice do you need? How do you, how can I help you write a business plan? We had no idea what to do with that. Um, for us, we got extraordinarily lucky that this boutique gym came up for sale on a Facebook marketplace and the lady who owned it, um, her business was failing, but she was willing to walk us through Here's the billing program that I use. It works perfect for us. Here are the 10 clientele that are 80 years old that still want to stay with you. So you have a clientele to start. <laughs> I love that. Like this one woman whose business was failing um, was still willing to take the opportunity to help build us in any way she possibly could. That's what we needed whenever we were starting. And there was nobody in the industry willing to give us that help and that support. So if I was myself stepping back, I would want to duplicate who I am now and be that person for somebody like us and support them and walk them through and say it is absolutely possible. And it's not as stressful as what people thought made you think it was going to be. Um, money can be scary and money can be stressful. But when you kind of like step back and just kind of think of all the possibilities that are on the table, it all works out. And if you take one day at a time and one step at a time, it turns into this absolutely beautiful thing. Um, and when you are super passionate about something, it attracts those people who want to walk alongside of you and see you successful and want to be passionate about it as well. Um, so I think, I hope that somehow answered your question. <laughs> oh, 100%. I think that's a great answer because... Um, and that's probably one of the more unique ones that I've heard. You know, I, I usually get like stereotypical, like with the regular, like, oh, like, I wish I, I, I invested earlier. I wish I, whatever it may be. Um, and I, I think that that is a strong point because, you know, when with anything, right, you, you start to value other people's opinions who are in the industry or doing whatever you're doing because they're doing it, you know? Right. Um, and then so it can be a little intimidating and it could, it could almost give you that, that, self-doubt of like like is this can i do this you know um whether you're fully prepared or not and it's it, it, it's because the little doubts that you do have become a little bit bigger because like oh well this and that and this and that and it's like they're probably saying things that you probably were already aware of but it's like okay well what's with, with the negative and usually typically nine times out of ten those people who are that negative or pessimistic just aren't doing well themselves either you know or whatever it may be, or they might have some garbage on their, on their shoulders that they're needle yes. it off. So, yes. <laughs> um, and that's typically it, but I, I think that's a great point to make. So, but um, Heather, unfortunately, I think it's a pretty good place to start to wrap things up on the episode, sure. even though I don't want to, um, <laughs> but you know, Heather, please um, shout out your, your Instagram, your Facebook, 
the website where people find out more about you so we um, are on Instagram, Titus Strength and Fitness. Um, same thing on Facebook where it wouldn't get super fancy. So you can find us on both of those places pretty much. Yeah, Heather, thank you so much. Like we absolutely appreciate your time and contribution to the podcast. I look forward to seeing what you can accomplish down the road. Thank uh, you. Of course. And to everyone else who tuned in today, we appreciate you as well. Don't forget, if you want to be notified about future episodes, hit the like and subscribe button. If you're interested in joining us to talk about your business model within the fitness industry, click the link in the description, fill it out, and our team will be in touch with you very, very soon. And as always, till next time, Jim Lords out. Thank you for listening to this interview, but don't go anywhere. We still have two more incredible interviews coming right up inside this episode. But if you're a gym owner that's looking to get more clients, keep them longer, and make more money, Head to the link in the description of this podcast and schedule a free leave your credit card at home consultation with one of our business consultants. You see, here at Gym Launch, we've helped over 4,000 gym owners across the world increase their sales, take home more money, and build the business of their dreams. And it simply starts with a phone call. Click on the link in the description of this podcast to schedule your call today. Now, let's head into the next interview. All right, guys, welcome back to the Gym Lord Podcast, where we dive into the trenches with gym owners and talk the good, the bad, and ugly sides of the business of fitness. I'm your host, Austin Montero, joined today by Juan Vargas from Gift Fitness in Maywood, New Jersey. Juan, what's going on, my man? Um, you know, just bless, and you have my gratitude for the opportunity to be here on your show. This is going to be great. Yeah, thank you for coming on, Juan. I appreciate it, man. Uh, we spoke off camera here for a few minutes, and... Uh, and uh, yeah, definitely looking forward to this and to our conversation that we're about to have. So, so man, let, let's dive in. So the, the business is called Gift Fitness, G-I-F-T. Let's talk about that. Uh, what is that meaning to you? And why did you choose uh, to use that as your business name? Well, it stands for Getting Incredibly Fit Today. And what that means is that a lot of us, when we talk about fitness, it's always about I remember when I used to be fit or it's always about this is when I'm going to start. The idea is that it's in our present moment today because the present moment is a gift. And it's just, it's just that, you know, we're a place that what we do is we help people when it comes to the physical fitness, but we don't stop there because if physical fitness gives you strength and energy, then we also do mental fitness, which gives you focus and concentration then we do emotional fitness, which is just good quality human relationships, and then energy fitness, which is our passions turned into purpose and what we do for others. Yeah, I love that, man. I love that. That's such a good message. And uh, uh, I love the way you put it. And I think it's something very unique that we get to do every day as, a, as coaches and fitness owners and operators, uh, especially in the year 2022, we have a chance to make this a great impact on people's lives every single day, which, which is awesome and unique. So let's dive into your, uh, to your vision, Juan, for your business. Uh, I know it's to inspire people. We talked about this a few minutes ago off air. Talk to me about your vision or your, you know, your, your why, if you will. What is the why? What's, who are we trying to inspire? What are we trying to do here with, the, with, this, with fitness being like the vehicle? Well, it's just people, everyone, though. Not just a few, but all. And what does that mean? That a lot of times people think that, you know, fitness is just for certain types of people. No, it's for everyone. The only thing that we have to do is we have to be educated on how to do it. Then our philosophy, 
It must be easy with correct form and enjoyable. If it's easy, you're going to want to do it again. If it's done correctly, there's not going to be any pain. If it's enjoyable, you're enjoying your time, which is actually the most important currency that we have is time. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's actually really, really simple. It's about people. Not to go and have people's lives revolve around fitness, but have fitness revolve around people's lives. Then going forward, how many of us go to the gym and we're doing things right? You know, we're going to gym six months, a year, two years. We develop the habit. But when you're doing things right, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're doing the right thing. And our vision and mission goes to doing the right things. So that way you can see results, transformations, anywhere in between two months to six months time because your time is valuable. I love that, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Are we doing the right thing? That's something I ask myself a lot, uh, just in my personal fitness journey, you know, like it's when, when we do these things for a long time, it may not be the, you know, the right thing, if you will. So, uh, so yeah, I remember like, you know, I, I told you off, off camera, I'd done CrossFit for well over a decade. So, we always, you know, we're by the by mindset of more, 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 harder, 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 faster, faster, faster. And eventually it beats your body up. And then I started asking myself, I'm like, is this actually healthy for me? Right. Like physically, mentally, emotionally, uh, many other levels. So I like, uh, I like your guys message and your vision and your why and what you're, what you're doing down there in, uh, in Maywood, New Jersey. Awan, talk to us about the different services you guys are offering right now in the gym. What does that look like for you guys? And uh, how do you offer that to your members? Well, when it comes to the gym side of things, it's semi-private training. All we ask is that people schedule the time. But end of the day, if you cancel, there's no cancellation fee. If you're early, we, we want to welcome you in. If you're late, we want to welcome you in because again, it, it saves you to making fitness run around your life. Life is busy. Life happens. Life gives us obstacles and challenges every day. Yeah. So the idea is that we want to help you develop a habit. We want you to come to give fitness unconsciously. We don't want you to think about it. We want you to just know today's the day I get to go into my environment. Because when you talk about environment of non-judgmental, people that smile when you come in and yeah. it, I'm not talking about the staff. I'm talking about our members, the community, the family. It's the most beautiful and magical experience. I love it, man. Yeah, the, I love the fact you said uh, that, you know, I get to go work out today and we talked about that before too, but I, I get to work out. There's that mindset uh, that we get to do it, you know, and it becomes like you said, unconscious choice. Uh, I think is awesome. You know, like it's like brushing our teeth or like, uh, you know, uh, having a good dinner. It's like, you don't dread it. You look forward to it. You get to do it. You know, you get to, you get to have this awesome workout and, uh, and feel better about yourself after. And, and it affects so much, so many areas of our life. So I think that's so, that's so cool. Just talk to me about, and for the listeners, like say I'm a member at gift fitness and I want to come today. Do I have to sign up for a time or I can really just show up? Uh, or I, do I have to tell you I'm coming? How does that part look? Well, it, it's, we're, we're here for people. Right. So what does that mean? We encourage them to notify us. But if you show up, yeah. We're, yeah. we're here to welcome you. We're not here to tell you, hey, listen, why didn't you text us? Why didn't you notify us? No, no way. Why? Because what about if you had a hard day? 
What yeah. about if in that moment you just went through one of those obstacles and challenges and you need to recharge? This environment is here for you to recharge. We're not just going to physically change your life. It's like I said before, we're going to mentally, emotionally, and energetically change your life. It, this, is, this is not about us. This is about you. And when you need us, we're always going to be there for you. The only thing that we know is how to think solutions. We don't think about problems. We don't think about, about disturbances. We think solutions and solving people's issues for that day, helping them any way we can. I love it, man. Uh, yeah, an environment to recharge is, uh, I've never heard that saying either before in this space. So that's great. It's, and that's what it is. You know, end of the day, it's like a nice spa space. I don't want to say escape, but to escape to uh, recharge you know, your batteries physically, mentally, emotionally, get some good energy again. And I love that. I love that your guys' mindset and awareness is there. That's like way ahead of the ball game here, way ahead of the game. So that, that is awesome. Uh, Juan, I love to hear that, man. Talk to me about what is that like? What is the day? In, let's go into you for a second. What does the day in your life look like right now? I think we've been open. Or it's our fourth year in business, right? What does the day in your life look like like today? I know we're doing a podcast right now. Uh, besides that, what's a typical day for you? Well, I, I wake up at five in the morning because I, I believe that if I want to have a world-class day, I need world-class preparation. Yeah. So what does that mean? Before, before I engage the world, I like to be up before the world's up. I like to exercise. I like to read and nourish myself, nourish my body. Then from there, people start coming in and we welcome them. Now, I focus on the development of the team. Preston is the one who runs the room because he's the one who's in charge. And I'm, and I, you know, I say it with such joy because it used to be me, but now it's him because it's about developing others. It's about showing others their greatness and watching him run this room and be able to train all of our members with the team is the most incredible thing because life is about empowering others. Then from there, we also we also do after-school programs for the DOE, New York City Public Schools. So then I head out with Angel, who's our field director. Then from there we go, we establish schools. And the ones that are established, then we send one of our one of our most of our time, our trainers for the schools are our members because the whole perspective is to bring the haves to the have-nots because we're located in the Bronx at the moment. And everything is about giving. You know, it's about helping others. It's about helping the next generation, which is what we do with the after-school programs. It's about our members, the adults, which is what we do for the public. And honestly, we just follow our hearts We and we organically grow. You don't open up a business and say, this is how it's going to be. No, because a business is a family. And what's a family? A collective consciousness of people. So it's not about what I want. It's not about what Preston wants. It's not about what the team wants. It's about the best perspective. And how do we achieve that? Through radical transparency and openness. The idea is that when you're able to communicate and listen, it, it, it's the most beautiful thing that we can do as people because now we're building together. Yeah, I love that, man. I love that for sure. It's 100% a build together and having a, Having a strong community uh, in this business is super important. Uh, I do have a question. What what did you read this morning? Do you read one book uh, every day? Do you read a lot, a small amount of books, a lot of a lot of times, or a lot of books, a small amount of times? Well, today I was reading the autobiography of Leonardo da Vinci. Nice, nice. Wow, 
yeah. it, it's I, I'm, I'm attracted to greatness. So, you know, what that means is that you learn from the greats. They've already done it. You know, the idea is learn from the greatest and be greater because we have the tools that they left behind for us. Even now, I, I'm thinking I can't wait to start Benjamin Franklin. That's because uh, yeah, exactly. And, and these are the innovators. You know, obviously, you know, I'm, I'm also real reading Built to Last because I just read, you know, Good to Great by Jim Collins. So, you know, I read business. I, I read everything you could think of. But it, the, the autobiographies are my favorite. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. To look into, uh, you know, a great person's life. And uh, I, yeah, I read that a few years ago, I think. That's by, is that by Isaacson, right? Walter Isaacson? Yes, that's correct. And he's the same author for the for the yep. Da Vinci. Yep, yep. So, uh, yeah, both really good, man. And uh, I didn't finish the Da Vinci one, but I finished Franklin one. He's one of my favorites uh, just from history and stuff. So uh, very cool, very cool. And, uh, yeah, man, like you said, uh, the blueprint is there. We just get we get the opportunity to make it better, you know, do better and uh, use what we've learned. That's And that's the idea, right? So let's go back into into the gym here, Juan, if we can. And uh, we talked about the organic growth. So we're, we're relying on our members to – say essentially bring us new members have you guys tried anything else have you ever done like you know digital marketing is pretty big now obviously uh instagram facebook even tiktok nowadays for fitness you guys ever tried anything else or print advertising what does that look like for you guys um everything's word of mouth and and the and the reason being right is because we want to keep the quality this is not about you know we're not thinking we want to make money we're yeah. thinking about we want to help people. So the people that show up to the, our doors are the people in need. And it is our members that help us thrive. You know, when it comes to expenses, when it comes to, to everything, it's always taken care of because our members take care of us. And our members are the driving force behind our business. We never felt a need to market because we don't want to dilute it. I think so many people are always in the perspective of how do I get more how do I achieve more? But yeah. the idea is if you just presently lay one brick down at a time every single day, you're eventually going to build a house. And, and and everything goes towards our members. You know, to them, they have our biggest gratitude because we get new people in weekly and it's through word of mouth. Okay. So you're getting new So you guys are getting new people every week in the door. Just from... Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, even something else I want to touch upon, Yeah. you know, some of our members, they also stop coming because they, they need us for a point in their life. And then they reach such a level of happiness that they're ready to go back out into the world on their own. Because the idea is that we do what's hard and it feels hard until it feels easy. So when life feels easy for them, they, 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 they go out and they go on their own adventures of self-discovery and, and, you know, they take our blueprint and, and they discover more. But then if they ever hit any bumps along the way, they always come back and we always receive them with open arms. You know, this isn't like, oh, where have you been? This isn't, this is more like, welcome back. We're yeah. so happy to serve you again. And with such joy and gratitude. Yeah, I love that, man. It's an awesome mindset. It's definitely uh, fresh to hear. I love hearing it. Um, well, let's talk about, so we have, uh, say I joined today, I come in, I come in the gym, I joined today. Talk me through the process of like that new member that comes in, a new person that comes in, they want to get going. What does that part look like? Are they, 
Yeah, tell, tell me how that looks like. Well, when they come in, you know, what we like to do is fundamentals. We, we actually start them with bands. Why? Because that's the pliability of the muscle. The idea is that it took a lot of courage and motivation yeah. for them to walk into that door. So we have to make the process seamless. And what does that mean? They can't have setbacks. We're not looking for them to go out of this world and, and you know, bench 225 pounds. The opposite. We're here to teach fundamentals. We're here to teach proper movement. We're here to align their body. We're here to tell them that not only is it physical fitness that you need, but you also need cardiovascular, cardio, which we provide at the end for every single member. And, and it's not a part of their time. And even then, some of our members are here for an hour and some are here for two. It's whatever they need. We're, we're here to serve. Then we educate them on nutrition. We teach them how nutrition works. The most beautiful thing is that it doesn't matter how they walk in. It doesn't matter, you know, if they've gone through, uh, you know, a, a negative day. Their energy, when they leave, they always feel great. They always feel amazing because what we do in here is prepare them from what's outside world because the world isn't always as nice, but this is, again, where we recharge so we can have the courage and the confidence to not only build our lives, but to inspire the lives of all of those around us. Yeah, I love it, man. That's what it's all about. And uh, for our role as coaches and owners, it's to make it the best hour of our clients today, you know, at the end of the day, that's what's what our job is. You know, when they come into our space, it's to, to make their hour, make it the best hour of the day make them enjoy. And like you said, recharge, like that, I think that's a great uh, way to put it just to recharge their batteries, you know, their energy and get back there and, and face the world. Cause it is, it is a tough place out there. It's not easy and it's not getting, it doesn't seem to be getting easier. So we get to offer them that every single day, which is awesome. What else do you guys do want to keep your members, excuse me, engaged, in your club, engage as members. Uh, do you guys have any kind of communication platforms that you use, or do you guys do any? Uh, so, two-part question: Or do you do, do any events, community events? I know you spoke about the the school piece that you guys are doing. So, what does the engagement uh, of your club and with your membership look like? Well, you know, the best thing is about it is that we, when I say we're family, is we're family. You know, I to me, right? That. I don't even call them my members. I call them my students yeah. because yeah. what we've designed here is a way of life. And the most beautiful thing is, is that it, it's, this is not your typical business. This isn't spoken about as a business. This is spoken about as a family. Yeah. And together we created this space where we all recharge and we all, and we all develop all, all of our members are readers. So the conversations that you have in here are incredible. They're fascinating. Then they all come from different walks of life. You know, we got, we got CEOs, we got, you know, project managers, we got CFOs, we got a head of accountants, uh, we got T-Mobile, we got restaurant people. So you have this influx. It, best way to explain it is the way the Greeks did when they all met at the markets, stoicism, philosophy, people from all different walks of life having amazing conversations that only build all of us. And we all learn from each other. I can't even tell you that I'm the head teacher. No, this is, this is a learning center for everyone. And, you know, I always rather listen than to speak because I know when I'm listening, I'm learning, I'm absorbing. Yeah. Then we're huge on celebrations. Okay. We celebrate everything. We use anything as an excuse to celebrate because this is work. 
you yeah. know, and, and we're we're lucky enough that we enjoy the work that we do and that the work that we do makes us happy. But any milestone we we're always, always celebrating. For example, uh, March 19th, Saturday, we're, we're doing a publishing party. I also wrote a kid's book, so I'm an author as well. Uh, the, the previous event, we were celebrating our field director, Angel. So there was a good group of 12 of us. And, you know, before that, it was Sinead's birthday. Before that, it was Danny and Victoria's birthday. And you, you notice I'm just shooing them because this is how often we celebrate. Because life, life is about celebrations with the people that you love. When we're together, we're always working. So it lets us actually look back and to see how far we've come. Because sometimes we're so busy and we're, so, and, and we're moving so fast towards the future that we forget in our present how far we've come from what our past used to be. And it's always a great time to get in touch with ourselves and with everyone else of how far we've come. You know, there was a time when some of the people here, they would deadlift 65 pounds. Now they're deadlifting 338, you know, 405, whatever those numbers mean. But it's even part of the philosophy. We're open to numbers, but we're not attached to them. I love what you just said, whatever those numbers mean. That's awesome. You know, we get so wrapped up in uh, how much you squat, how much you bench, uh, what's your mile running time, like, you know. And the end of the day, it's like, yeah, what does that even mean, right? It's like, what does that number mean? That's so, nobody, I've never heard that. So I, I love that, man. I actually wrote it down here. And I wrote down a few things you just brought up, which I think are, which are key to success in the business and really in life and in, in relationships. But uh, one was just, you know, celebrating any milestones uh, that come up, which is great with your club because, yeah, we sometimes get caught up in the day-to-day, -day, you know, craziness of, of life. So it's awesome to take a step back and just celebrate. I assume that's great for retention and obviously engagement in your gym and with your members, which is awesome. Uh, the, the fact you have a lot of readers, which I love. So the conversation uh, is probably, you know, higher level stuff, which is awesome. And we get to share ideas, uh, which is awesome. Do you guys have weird question, but do you have a book club by any chance? Well, this is, this is the best part. So yeah. I, I, I spoke to you about the books that we give out, you know, yeah. like the alchemist mindset, the four agreements, the voice of knowledge, uh, the mastery of love, but all the students here have access to our library. I am a voracious reader. I mean, I read books and we have a we have two libraries in the front. We have a library in the back. So books are available. And it, if someone's interested in something, we give it to them, That's awesome. you know, because it, it's, it's not our job to make the horse drink water. It's our job to make the horse thirsty. But when you make the horse thirsty, you got to give the horse water. Yeah, yeah. So we just freely give them out because it, it's about people developing and becoming better and versions of themselves and the greatest version of themselves yeah that's awesome man make the horse thirsty i love that also i also love that you brought up like the whole greek culture if you will stoicism and you know i like to study that culture myself and uh actually i just read this twitter thread it's like probably two or three weeks ago now but it was going through just different exercises that they used to do uh that we don't do now which i just found interesting you know not much not much parallel to our conversation today, minus the fitness piece, but uh, it's a cool culture with the stoicism and the and the tie to physical training, you know, and how the mind and body work together. So I, I love that. Again, that's just on your guys' mind and, and the awareness in your in your gym. I think that is so awesome. Um, let's dive back into the gym one here. What 
do you track your members and how long they stay? I know you brought up a few minutes ago that sometimes, you know, sometimes people are in a place where they may need to move on for a bit and then they come back. Are you guys tracking the retention at all? Or month, say month over month, like if uh, to use the word like attrition, like how many people are you gaining a month? What does that look like? Well, to be honest with you, we don't. Because if we're focusing on tracking numbers, tracking people, tracking people's times, that means that we're not in our present moment. That means that we're living in the past. That means that we're not taking other people who are currently here. That means that we're not giving every ounce of energy and time that we have for the people who are walking into the door. And then when it comes to downtime, what what we're always looking to do is to innovate. What we're always looking to do is to create, you know, we don't ask for more. We don't ask for less. We just create. And then when you create events, when you create celebrations, when you create authentic and genuine moments and people's lives that impact them, you know, those things don't really matter. Our job is to plant seeds because when, you know, you reap what you sow. So if you're planting the seeds, eventually the, the tree will grow and will bear fruit. And the only thing that we're seeing is, is, you know, we, we've been able to be successful through a pandemic. Right. And, 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 what, and what do I mean by that? Because we were never focused on the pandemic. We we're focused on the people. Yeah. And that's what it comes down to. So all we know is that for now, almost four years, all we've been doing is impacting people's lives. And that's our focus. And we, I, you know, anything that we do, it never takes focus off of that. Yeah, I love what you said about, uh, you know, the pandemic piece and not focusing on it is in a, in a negative light. I've been asking people lately, like, what we've learned coming out of it, uh, even business, business practice-wise or mental approach-wise. Um, and you just, I think you just related to that with focusing on your people in a, in a positive way and how to inspire them, you know. And because, uh, you know, I look out there and I see, you know, there's a lot of, People are down, man. You know, you, you, I'm sure you've seen it. People are down. People are distraught. I think we're in the middle of some sort of awakening, hopefully, uh, with the world that we talked about, you know, before uh, off camera here. But uh, yeah, I love that you guys are focusing on people and like not focusing on the negative part. I think that's awesome. And I want to ask you a question, Juan. What, how do you define success? Uh, what's, what is success to you in, in regards to uh, gift fitness there? What does success mean to you? What does that look like? That's an excellent question. And, you know, my, my definition of success is probably different than most people because most people, when they think success, they think about their accomplishments. They think about what they've done. They think about their impact on the world. But to me, success is how am I able to help others impact? How am I help, uh, you know, able to help others, you know, make their contributions to the world? How do I help others become the greatest parts of them, you know, of themselves, because I believe true leadership is when you're able to find out what someone's really good at, enhance it and help them become successful with it. So the best definition of success is making everyone around you successful. I love it. Yeah. And I, I always say like, uh, great leaders create more leaders, you know? So the fact that we're able to, to do that, like you mentioned with, uh, I'm sorry, I forgot your angels, your your uh, other your employee's name, or is it? Is that correct? yeah? A- angels are a field director. Who's on the floor every day coaching? Oh, that's Preston. Preston, yeah, that's what it was. Preston, yeah. So to get him to that role, to help him get to that role, like that's incredible. You know, like 
we see a lot of closed-mindedness in the fitness world, I think, and it's awesome to see uh, more of an open-minded approach from a leadership position, you know, and I, I always thought the goal is to create more leaders. That, that means we're doing a good job, you know, and there's enough room for everybody. There's enough to go around. Well, there's actually something I want to touch upon there because, yeah. you know, you know, to inspire us to breathe life into another human being. But it's about the team, you know, Angel taking care of the field operations when it comes to schools, Preston taking care of the gym, you know, but, you know, our biggest asset, the heart of the gym is Shanae. And why do I say Shanae? Because Shanae is the direct communicator between all three of us. Because if me, if I'm a visualizer, Preston and Angel are integrators, Shanae is, is the heart. She's what connects the all of us. And what do I mean by that? She's the one who makes sure that everyone, you know, including our members, that they have that they're happy and they're joyful. Right. Her level of caring, I've never seen a human being with such caring. That's awesome, and you definitely need that. Like, she sounds almost like the. Uh the linchpin, if you will, that ties you guys all together with, with her skill set and with her, with her caring and what she brings uh, to the table every day, which, which is, we, you know, we need it. We can't do it alone. I tried to do it alone for a, a long time. It, it doesn't work as well as it can work, you know, if you have a good team in place. And, uh, and that's what we're doing here today. We're just trying to, you know, spread some love and awareness that, you know, it, it does take, it does take a village, man. And we have to be open-minded to that. So, well, I had two more questions for you. One, what advice would you give to that younger guy or girl looking to get into the fitness world, right? Maybe they're a trainer now. They want to open a gym. Um, like, you know, like us back in the day, like, yeah, I know I, I always thought of, I always wanted to open a gym for whatever reason that was back then. But what advice would you give to that person listening? Uh, and that's their goal. That's what I want to do. What advice would you give to them? I would ask them, what would you do if you're not afraid yeah. because fear is the same feeling as excitement. And then I would tell them <laughs> to follow their heart. Yeah. That excitement is what's going to make their heart. It's going to sink to their heart and to follow that passion to not follow the loud voice in your head, but the whisper, because we become what we believe and we are products of our belief systems. So as long as you can believe it, as long as you can already taste, you know, that, that success, that, that level of, of, of human being that you want to become and you move in this world that you already have it, you're going to attain it because no matter what, the mind is the most beautiful thing. Once you believe it, it's going to automatically set the path for you to achieve it. Then yeah. I would focus on process and journey, not outcome and destination. It's, it's about what we do day to day. So make sure you love what you're doing and just enjoy it. Because I, you know, at the beginning of this venture, I would have not been able to do 16 to sometimes 24 hour days if I didn't love it. But right. my energy at the, those first two, three years came from that because I love the people that I am serving. And let me tell you, the, the human heart is the most powerful energy in the world when you go and you fuel it with love. You can do anything. You just have to believe. I love that, man. I love that. So true. And uh, there was something that I wrote down that I was going to ask, but I'll probably butcher it. It's like the decisions we make, uh, you know, you said it from the heart instead of from the mind, if you will. I know there's 
some different parts of the brain that control both of those things, you know? And I always felt that the decisions from the heart, and I'm probably totally screwing this up, but the decisions from the heart are a little more uh, from the, uh, I believe the older, older brain, if you will. And it's more of the instinctual decision-making, like probably the right thing for us to do, I think. So I'm probably butchering that, but I got to do a little more research there. But uh, yeah, I love that you said that. And, and to love the process and the journey, because that's what it's all about, man. At the end of the day, like I know me looking back, that's the part that I uh, remember and appreciate the most and, and still think about the most, you know, is that, that process, that journey and not, you know, not the end goal, not the end goal or whatever it was. So, but not the end result, but so yeah, thanks for sharing. I think that's awesome knowledge. Juan, what is, now that I brought up the end goal, what is like the next year look like for you guys? What are you guys looking to accomplish? Um, what is the goal for you over the next 12 months? It's simple, supermodels and super leaders because that's what we develop here. People that with courage and confidence do the right thing all the time. Because, you know, when you put up decision-making, when you're doing the right thing, life is always gonna work out. Yeah. It's whenever you don't, you don't listen to your body because your body tells you, and, and when, you, when your body's talking to you, it's, it's talking to your heart. Just follow that gut feeling. And don't, don't worry, the rest will take care of itself. You're gonna attract the right people. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna, everything that you need is gonna come in front of you because you're doing the right thing. Because when you focus on what you lack, you, you lose what you have. And when you focus on what you have, you gain what you lack, which is Greg McCohen. And, and that, and it's that, that's the simplicity of it. You know, you have to go out into this world as in you already have it. I love it, man. I love it. Uh, Dude, we could talk for hours. I think it's a great place to wrap it up, unfortunately. But uh, Juan, I appreciate you coming on today, man. Where can the listeners find you guys on all your social medias, your website, Facebook, Instagram, anywhere else you guys may be? Uh, we're, we're on Gift Fitness Instagram. We're Gift Fitness Facebook. Mine is Juan Workflow Vargas. Then we got Preston workflow then we got Shanae workflow we got angel workflow and above all you know we're always open any any way we can help and serve anyone you don't even even if you just need our time for a conversation we love to help i love it man thank you so much again this was a great conversation and I, I do wish you guys all the best you guys are doing some good work down there no thank you thank you for having us you have our gratitude and all we can say is you know, we're thankful for what you're doing because let me tell you, what you're doing is incredible. Life is about mastery and through our different processes of, of everyone's mastery. And you're able to bring all these amazing people together so that way that they can share what they've learned so far on their journeys and on their process to share with the world. So it's incredible how you're helping everyone. Love it, man. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for saying that. It's great. And that's, uh, that's what we're trying to do, you know, spread the love and grow this fitness community. and. Uh, Grow the awareness, really. I think that's the main thing. Just gain more awareness. So uh, appreciate you, man. Appreciate everybody who listened as well. Please hit like and subscribe to be notified for future episodes. And until next time, as always, Jim Lords, we are out. Thank you for listening to the podcast so far. Don't go anywhere. We still have another episode coming right up right after this word from one of our sponsors. 
The Gym Words Podcast is sponsored by Prestige Labs. Prestige Labs is the first and only nutritional supplements company built by gym owners for gym owners. Prestige Labs solves the problem that all gyms have experienced, the broken inventory model, low commissions, and even lower quality products. Prestige Labs provides 100% drop shipping, zero inventory, PhD formulated high quality supplements for you and your clients. The goal is simple, cover 100% of your rent while never sacrificing your integrity. To learn more, or to become an affiliate of Prestige Labs for free, apply at affiliate.prestigelabs.com. That's affiliate.prestigelabs.com. Double your client results, double your income. You can head to affiliate.prestigelabs.com to become an affiliate for free. Now stick around for the rest of this episode. Use coupon code GYMLORDS on prestigelabs.com for 20% off all future supplement orders. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I'll be your host today. My name is Alex Beck, and joining us on the show is Dale Smith from Fitness on Demand out of Mooresville, North Carolina. What's going on, Dale? Welcome to the show. How are you doing? Thank you for having me. Of course, of course. I was excited to get you on and you know hear your story, talk a little bit about your facility. Um, you know, and I appreciate you taking time out of you know the busy gym owner life to be here with us. And first of all. Um, so now before we dive into the nitty gritty of what you have going on with your facility, um, why don't you tell us about what made you get started with gym ownership in the first place? Well, it's kind of an interesting story. My sister-in-law belonged to one of the larger gyms, the franchise, and she would always make comments about, well, the gym's not clean. Uh, there's never any toilet paper. I can't ever get on any equipment. Everybody doesn't talk to anybody. It's just not friendly. So when she said things like that, uh, I hiked a lot. My husband hiked a lot. He also worked out a lot. So we started talking and it was like, well, she made a lot of valid points. And we like athleticism. Uh, We like small. We like friendly. We like family oriented. So we thought, well, with all the problems the larger gyms are having, why couldn't we develop a smaller concept and be more friendly oriented, family oriented, and be on top of the things that other people complain about? So that's sort of how we got into the business. And uh, we worked at it in the beginning, just hand and nails and did, it up, did all our painting, did all our carpeting. We did everything to fix up the facility to get started and ordered some of the best equipment that we could manage to afford which is fitness and hammer strength. Okay. Uh, But it was fun. It was like meeting new members and extending your family. And that was what we enjoyed the most about why we got into the business and why we're still in it. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So, so you kind of got into it. You just fell into gym ownership, right? I mean, yeah, kind of just fell into it, but it, there was a need for it. Instead of treating people like marshmallows or non-existent people and, and treating them all the same, we we wanted to treat everyone differently. Right. Their own needs, help them meet their own goals. Not everybody has the same goals. Okay, so so super cool. So um, why don't you tell us, you know, a little bit about Fitness On Demand? Give me like, you know, your own elevator pitch of what you guys do and the services that you offer. Sure. Um, We're a small gym. We're 3,600, almost 4,000 square feet, and we're totally open. So we don't have cubbies of this and workout rooms that uh our 
the only thing that's off limits to everybody is just the bathrooms. So, I mean, they're just, everything else is open floor space. And we focused on a great deal more on some of the weightlifting. So we have dumbbells that go up to 110 pounds. Okay. We have a, a Smith machine. I've just replaced all the cables on all of the um, cable crossovers. And we put in a rowing machine last year. We put in two cages last year. And we updated uh, several of the uh, ellipticals. So we wanted to keep all of our stuff fresh and, and new. Although with 12 years old, our equipment looks pretty darn good for being 12 years old. Yeah. We keep on top of it from a maintenance perspective. But it's no, set up to kind of flow easily. So if you want to just focus on floor exercises and kettlebells and jump rope and heavy bag, that's off in one corner of the gym, so it's out of the way of the circuit sort of setup that we have with the machines. And the ellipticals look out the window, and the treadmills look out the window, and then the weight area is along one side, and we expanded that by moving some things around in a little bit closer, and everybody just really enjoys the new layout. Super cool. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I checked out your guys' Facebook. That's really cool that you guys have highway dumbbells. A lot of people, a lot of gym owners, they won't go like above 80 pounds for, um, you know, insurance reasons or, or things like that. So you do cater to, you know, people who are trying to bodybuild and, you know, gain mm -hmm. weight and lift heavy weight. Um, yeah. So great. So you do mostly open gym. Um, so yes, basically you're, you're focusing on, you know, membership and getting more members in, uh, that kind of leads me to my next question about how many members are you guys currently serving right now? Well, we have served or in the 12 years we've been here, uh, several thousand, but the current base is on the order of like 400. Okay. Uh, we have some members that pay like a recurring fee on a month to month basis. Okay. Some people pay uh, what we call paid in full. So they'll buy a, an entire year membership. Awesome. Some people will buy six months. Uh, we have some special deals for students. Uh, here in Mooresville, we have uh, a school called NASCAR Tech. We've worked out a special for their students. They're the ones who learn to become the pit guys in the, in the races uh, and learn how to move heavy tires and crank engine parts and move them around. So we've had a nice relationship with them and we have a couple of other corporate clients uh, that uh, pay for their membership and encourage their membership to go mainly on the premise that if you're healthy, you're working out, you're not gonna miss as much time from your yeah. job. Mm -hmm. And you'll be happier. And uh, we have quite a few members from two very large companies here in uh, in Mooresville. Yeah, 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 crazy, right? Like the government didn't really talk about, um, you know, staying healthy throughout that whole time, going to the gym, going outdoors, um, you know, but they're quick to push medicine and, you know, kind of shove the fitness, uh, mm -hmm. you know, the whole fitness industry away. Um, so that, that was crazy to see during that time. Um, but great. So you're sitting at about 400 members. Um, I do always like to ask, is 400 members where you guys want to stop at? Or are you trying to, uh, you know, hit the gas and see some new faces in your facility? We're trying to hit the gas and hit some new faces because people nowadays are focused on inflation. They're focused on gas prices. So some people who used to come as far as Charlotte up to here because they worked here, they then would work out in the gym and then go home. But a lot of people have decided they need to find something closer to, to where they work rather than work here, work out here, go home because they're, half the time they'll 
forget and said, oh, I'd rather go home and just go. So gas prices are, are having an effect on us right now. Inflation's having an effect. And there's a lot of people moving. We've got a lot of new people coming from up north. Um, there's more people here in the gym from outside of North Carolina in general than there are North Carolinians here. Yeah. So we yeah. want to, and, and it's funny because we're in the middle of a strip shopping mall and some people say, well, we've seen you there, but I always forget to turn in the driveway. I always wanted to stop, but I didn't because I was stuck in traffic. The traffic hangs us up a little bit here because people don't want to leave the road in order to come in here. So um, we actually well, at one point hired somebody to stand outside on the on the highway there and uh, kind of a fine looking type and lift weights. <laughs> and yeah, it worked yeah. for a little bit, but so yeah, yeah. And, and no, I mean, I mean, it depends how you look at it too, right? I mean, I talk to gym owners who are in, you know, 7,000 population cities and for them, it's like, hey, I can't get new members in because there's no one here, um, you know? So mm -hmm. it's all how you look at it. And, and for you to be in a busy city, um, I think that's like a blessing in disguise. It's really just figuring out how to get them into your facility, right? Right, and because we're trying to find that niche, we have several other very large gyms that opened up within three miles of us. Yeah. And they're pitching their prices, but they're forgetting about telling people about the fees and the other things that come along with being a member, where in our case, we don't have anything to hold anyone back. Mm -hmm. There's no contracts. There's no extra fees. We don't charge when the credit card company charges us extra for running credit cards. We yeah. bear all of that. And we're hoping that that helps people come to the gym and not have to be worried about prices going up and up and up and up and being tied to a contract for any long period of time, unless, of course, they want to buy a year and, and pay in advance for something like that. Right. I mean, especially during COVID, that was like like the big box gym's goals really was to wipe out all the other small gyms. All of a sudden you start seeing all these you know, 24 hour fitness, anytime fitness popping up everywhere. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so awesome. Since you are wanting to see some new faces and, you know, help more people, get some more people into your facility, what, what have you been doing actively to, to aid that growth process? Well, we've actually participated in some of the local companies like job fairs uh, and we'll make contact with them and they'll have like an open house where they'll be talking about uh, benefits for their employee. Uh, and so we try to get in and let people know that it's a benefit to work out and be healthy and stay healthy so you can do your job and feed your family and, and do other things that you want to do. So we've made contact with quite a few people and made a 15, 20 minute presentation a couple times because most of these places are multi-shift operations. Yeah. Um, we've actually been to our doctor and we've got our doctor to sign up. And the lady that does my hair, uh, she has signed up and signed up some of her. So we're making, trying again to make local contacts in the area. And again, with businesses that are in our shopping center, we're trying to do uh, a little reciprocation. Like uh, there's a nutrition place where they make shakes and protein shakes and things like that. So we have a little relationship where I, we give them a break to go over there and they give their clients a break to come over here. Okay. Uh, there's a new place where they're cutting hair and everybody in there wants to work at the gym. I mean, it's just, 
they're they, they've never had a gym so close. So it's like, well, geez, you, all you got to do is walk 10, 10 feet down the road there. and then you Right here. Right, right here. And then there's four <laughs> restaurants in the shopping center, too. So it's like, okay, you go have a nice meal, then you come work out. Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. And it's really important to have like that community outreach be involved in your community. Um, but I did want to ask, have you ever tried anything like, you know, paid advertising, something like Facebook ads or Instagram ads in the past? Yeah, well, we've tried, and seeing as we've been here for 12 years, Instagram and Facebook and all that good fun stuff really wasn't around that much. But yeah. we did a lot of hard copy advertising. We were actually on the radio in a local station. We had Race City Days here in Mooresville, and we had a tent, and we handed out flyers and tried to help people understand that where we were, because they say fitness on demand, you know, it's not a goal, it's not a planet. And I said, no, it's nicer. It's more comfortable. It's 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 genuine. I mean, we don't have people trying to impress everybody else like in some other places. Yeah, you don't so, need you the know, fancy clothes, right? The, the digital advertisement, we really haven't gotten into that. We have updated our Facebook, and we're trying to figure uh, some ways that we can use Twitter and Facebook more and something that we could uh, get the eye of some of the younger people because yes. the, the uh, uh, people that have come are, 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 are older and they relate to like the newspaper but now the newspaper is all digital and some of that we paid quite a bit of money for some advertising and never really saw the, the financial return or much of a benefit from that so we're going to have to we're, we talked before uh, Robert passed about what we could do and I have a couple of people who have been with us a long time and uh, they're actually in advertising. So we're starting to work together to figure some other opportunities that we can use. Right, no, and definitely, um, you know, marketing is so important the way you get members into the gym and what you choose to spend your money on to, to market. So I totally get that. Um, but, but I'd argue, you know, that digital advertising and, you know, advertising through, through, the, pay, through the newspaper or, um, you know, through a radio station are, are completely like two different beasts. Um, you know, in marketing, digital marketing uh, could be such, you know, a good benefit for you and your business. Um, and yeah, it could tap into that younger crowd. It could tap in uh, to, to, you know, getting some different diversity inside your gym, because the mm -hmm. truth is nowadays, I mean, if, if you're not popping up on Google or Facebook or Instagram, um, you know, it's, it's really hard for, for anyone to, to go there for, for anything like restaurants, gyms, mm -hmm. um, you know, everyone relies so heavily on the internet. Um, so, so what's kind of been like your main holdback from you trying any type of digital marketing? Well, we've done some digital. Um, okay. It's been more of, a, I want to say like a, it's not three dimensional. It's more flat, like pictures okay. and, and, and language. And um, I, I've done a number of boosts about the club. I said, you know, we're, you know, come see us. It's been a long time since you may have been here. And so just doing some of those little Facebook boosts every so often, uh, indicating here's a special for the month. Uh, if you're a member and you bring in another member, uh, you that, that will stay, uh, you get a discount on, on your next fee or you get okay. a month free. So trying to use the 
member community within our gym to help entice others to come and, and join as well. So it's a, a lot of word of mouth sort of uh, yeah. focus. Uh, and in the last year, we, we actually signed up a lot more people because we're always asking, how did you hear about us? And they would say, well, my friend told me about you or my friend works out there. And uh, I thought I'd come and, and get a little free pass and try you out. And then they, they join because then they have friends working with friends. And then people have met friends here that they now have a broader community relationship with these people. They go out to dinner, they, they go out hikes together. So we've built some connections there that we feel like we've at least helped contribute to the community in that way too. So the word of mouth, everywhere we go, we, we talk about the gym. We do have our business cards. Um, someone will be talking about something and then we'll say, well, have you tried out fitness on demand? And so it's yeah. not exactly butting in, but a little bit. Right. No. And, and referrals are so important. Word of mouth is really important as a facility. Um, you know, having that community, it's like, I kind of look at it like, you know, building a cake, like a multiple layer cake. Right. So like the first layer, um, you know, essentially would be like the product that you offer, you know, the, your gym in general, the value that you give. And, you know, in return, that first layer builds by through referrals, through people showing up, seeing it's a cool gym, you know, you, you, you have cool things offering, and then they invite their friends. So that builds up that first layer. Adding on that second layer would be doing something like, you know, some type of marketing, digital marketing, Facebook ads, and, you know, finding a way to, to kind of turn the faucet on it and get more, you know, people coming in consistently, because that's like the bad thing with referrals, right, is although mm -hmm. last month, you may have gotten, you know, 10 new members off of referrals, which is really, really good. Um, it's really hard to tell the next three months, like, am, are those, is that going to be consistent? Will I get right. 10 members consistently the next few months? Um, so I think that's one thing that, that, you know, digital marketing has really changed the game for gym owners. And, uh, you know, once people figure out their, their angle of, of uh, you know, how to, how to market correctly, uh, you know, it does wonders for them. Um, how, how many clients could you hypothetically handle, are you thinking? I know you want to increase your clientele. Um, how many do you think, how many more do you think you could add? We could probably add another 150 to 200. Being that we're in an area where we have a lot of multi-shift operations as well as corporate businesses, people come in and out, I'll say spaced apart quite a bit. So it's not like there's a mass entrance at seven o'clock after dinner or on a Saturday, the whole place is, is busting at the seams. People, for some reason in our area here, we, they stagger themselves. I mean, we've never had an issue with like anyone standing in line for a piece of equipment other than by accident. Somebody forgot to uh, say, can I please work my way through? I said, yeah. and we just treat everybody like family. So we don't necessarily have people waiting long lines. They're much more aware and cognitive of, you know, other people around them. So they're, they're helpful. And I think that's another way that they spread our news about being a family oriented, not just a heavy weightlifting gym, not just a pretty place for people to walk on the treadmill. I mean, we encourage weightlifting. We don't throw people out if they accidentally drop something. Uh, and in the whole 12 years we've been here, uh, we've never had a theft of any kind. And it's just, it's phenomenal to, to know that 
it's that type of clientele that loves to come to our place. Mm -hmm. Okay, awesome. I love it. I love it. So this is a question that I like to ask, just because, uh, you know, I think it's a good way to kind of reflect on, you know, the past years that you've been a gym owner. Um, but what was easier than you thought about starting your business? And what was something that was kind of more unexpected? unexpected or more difficult to handle when it came to you know running your gym well the difficulty that i think we found mainly because it was not within our control was the number of large corporate gyms uh franchise gyms that opened up within three to five miles of us after we were open. so it made a little bit of client stability more difficult because right. everybody said, well, I'm going to go try that one. I want to go try this one, you know, and getting people committed to stay. We tried some things like different kind of personal training. Yeah. Uh, we did try the group classes. We tried, uh, we, we even had uh, fruit, not pizza, but fruit <laughs> as, as uh, uh, you know, come, we had a couple open houses and we, we were able to try and, but getting the word out in is, is just probably the most difficult thing that we encountered yeah. uh, until people, I think people wanted to, to know that we were trustworthy. We weren't like the typical gym. Mm -hmm. I mean, it doesn't smell like a gym when you come in here. It smells fresh and clean. Uh, and that's one that. of the first things that people notice is, oh my God, it's so clean in here. Uh, so they don't feel like they're, they're working in a sweatshop. Uh, if anything breaks, immediately get it fixed. I don't let it linger for days and days and days. Um, so having that competition really early on was very unexpected because we had scoped out areas in and around Mooresville, Huntersville, Cornelius, Statesville, and they all had much closer competition. We didn't have but a couple of race car gyms to compete with. So when that influx of franchises happened, that, that was scary. And we did a lot more uh, handing out flyers, visiting businesses, uh, going to neighborhoods, talking to people when they were having their ice cream social at the swimming pool uh, to get people to notice. Uh, and we're, we're, we're more noticed now, uh, but it's always good to have more, more notice and more yeah. people talking us up and getting even new people. Some people say, I just moved to the area and we came up on Google first. So they, they called us and then they said, well, when you talk about prices, we actually have the best value. I won't say the best price, but for what you pay and without all those extra fees and all that extra contract commitment and all this other stuff, uh, it's much easier for the clients. It's much easier for us as business owners to manage it. Yeah, and I think that's why that that's probably ended up being a little easier streamlining the, the, the joining, not having joining fees, not having this, that, and the other, just a straight, simple you pay for this month. If you want to continue, you pay for your last month, whenever that is, you pay for a key and you're done. And then if you say you want to quit in July, you already paid for your last month and you're done. So we're not hanging on to people's information. We don't go into their bank account. And I think that makes people feel a lot more comfortable. And, I, and with that, I think it's easier for us. Right. And, and, and that could be scary, right? Seeing, you know, all these corporate gyms pop up 
and you know it's it's nerve-wracking when, when you don't really have like a game plan of, of how to get people coming in here consistently um you know so that's always really important as a gym owner uh now if you could wave you know a magic wand essentially uh you know just to have your business to be in the exact position that you wanted it um what would that look like what would your business look like well actually there there's a space next door to what we currently have that okay. we wanted to use more as like a little heavier lifting with ropes and more heavy bags and isolate that from the machines and the stretches and the, the non-equipment oriented fitness activity uh, but we need at least another 150 more clients to be able to pay for that space and renovate it and open it up because i wouldn't want it to be like two separate buildings so I'd want to make something like a big open space that you could flow easily in and out of. Uh, and then if you want to grunt louder, you can grunt louder in there and it wouldn't be disruptive to anybody. So that is a, a longer term plan. If we could get enough members extra above, you know, the, the couple hundred we're looking at now, uh, I can envision getting a lot more guys going toward that section of the gym if we were able to expand there. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, definitely. How, how big is that new space that you're looking it's to? It's 1,300 square feet. Okay, so that would be a, you know, a good size. You'd have like another 50% mm -hmm. of the building. Okay, awesome, awesome. Um, so one thing I do like to ask really, um, what's kind of, you know, your sales process after getting a lead? If you find someone that's, you know, interested in your gym and, and shows up, are you the one who, who gives them the tour and does the selling? Yes, and I also have um, a visitor log. So if someone brings in a visitor, I have them put their name down and their phone number. And then in a few weeks, if they don't come back and want to sign up, I'll call them up and say, well, okay. you know, this month we're going to offer, uh, you know, $10. I'll give you the free key. If you, if you want to sign up, you get a free key. Uh, but go back through people who've been here before just for trial periods and follow up with those people. People okay. who have canceled in the past because... They either, well, if they moved, it's a little harder to get them. But some people just said, uh, I'm a little tired of the gym right now. So I'll put them in a pile and, and tackle those on, a, on another day and fall. Yeah, I mean, it's still important to have that process, though, right? Mm -hmm. And that's really smart of you to, to keep that paper, you know, get their numbers so that you could possibly follow up a week later and, and turn them into a paying member. Um, so, you know, that's really important as well. Um, so one thing I do like to ask, though, is, is we know kind of what you want for your business, right? We want you want your business to be comfortable, you know, a place that feels like home for your members. Um, but for you yourself, what do you want from your business? Like when you started the gym, what was it that you wanted having that business to give to you? Like, what was your goal for yourself? Well, our goal was at some point to make money, but yeah. <laughs> we still want to be able to do that because we have to pay bills. But um, to, I would say, not be as personally involved in the business, to, to get it to a point where it, it doesn't actually run itself, but it runs a little smoothly if I don't happen to be here every day. Yeah. And, um, and we, but we don't want to have somebody sitting around who doesn't know how to invite people in. Because yeah. being that we're 24 hours, the doors are locked all the time. So, you know, we have sometimes stood outside the door and 
people going to the restaurants, like, you know, come, come stop in on your way back to your car. Yeah. Uh, but a lot of people don't want to, you know, stand and do that. So right now that kind of what we've done, uh, and I'm hoping we can maybe get to a point where, um, we don't have to be here every minute of every day like we currently are. Just right, to right. To be able to enjoy the, the gym as 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 a as an owner, come in, work out, and not feel like you're having to sell your clients all the time. Mm-hmm. I think that's the goal of every business owner, right? Is to eventually, you know, get some type of freedom, financial freedom, free your time, uh, be able to, you know, focus on other things mm-hmm. that you're mm-hmm. passionate on. Um, I think that's you know, everyone's kind of goal. Um, but yeah, so so what's kind of, you know, your plan to get there to that point, uh, you know, and free up, how many hours are you working a week at your facility? Well, I work six to eight hours here and six to eight hours at another job. So oh, wow. I have like two jobs, big okay. jobs. <laughs> and that's per week? Yeah, well, that's per day. Oh, per day. Oh my yes, goodness. I work like a 12 hour day every day. Wow. Wow. Good for you, though. Good for you. I mean, it's got to get tiring, though, right? It is. I mean, sometimes I'm looking at the, the the list of members and what needs to be done with this list and that list. And then uh, there's a point in time where I don't even think I can see it anymore. <laughs> eyeballs are so blurry. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, you know, I did want to talk as well as far as, you know, services, I know you're mostly an open gym model. You've done some, some private training and it's something you want to get back towards. Um, but do you offer any, you know, extra services for your members, different ways for, for you to make extra revenue, right? Um, you know, things like maybe supplements, you know, mm-hmm. nutrition and accountability, uh, you know, different merch, uh, you know, workout clothes. Do you offer anything like that? Well, we, we do supplements. We've got some pre-workout, some post-workout, uh, protein shakes. Um, I also have um, a, a trainer who has a program and he has uh, some supplements that he has and that he's bringing here and selling and we get a little bit of, of the sale from, from what he does. So we have a little bit of that. We have done shirts and mugs and pens and hats. Uh, it's It, it kind of comes and goes. There's like this giant Surge for something, and then people have lost interest. So, I mean, we were selling shirts like the one I'm wearing with the logo, uh, but some people want to only spend ten dollars, and I mean, yeah. the shirt itself costs more than ten dollars. Right. <laughs> Doesn't make sense. So we we didn't really spend too much time pursuing those types of things for additional revenue, but we we keep trying. Sometimes we'll just come up with a thought in the middle of the night and we'll try that. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, um, I have a drink machine. So some, I'll mix up what's in the drink machine so it's not just water. It'll be things like Gatorade or Propel or another protein drink or something. And to see if maybe that takes off and then we could sell more of it, like by the caseload or something. Right. It's uh, important, right, to have those different levels of service, not only things like private training and group training, but things like supplements, you know, uh, merch, even nutrition, accountability, um, even if you're able to, you know, like you said, do some type of affiliation with, you know, another nutrition program that's close to you. And maybe you get a percent of the sale if they do a sale. But you know, that just gives you so much more opportunity as an owner to, you know, make more revenue and lead Mm -hmm. to more profits. And of course, you don't want to look at your members like some type of cash cow or someone you're just trying to get money out of but a lot of times 
you know, everyone are buy they're buying these supplements outside of your facility. They're ordering it on Amazon. They're going to, you know, nutrition shops and ordering these things. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, you being able to offer it really makes it all that much better for yourself as an owner, right? Mm -hmm. It's just okay. Amazon is so competitive. Sometimes <laughs> the prices that they charge and the prices we charge are almost the same. It's just that being here, you readily have the availability where you have to wait on Amazon or sometimes stuff is on back order. One thing that I've noticed that I've learned um, that, you know, I'll just share with you just because I've done e-commerce and, you know, throughout uh, e-commerce, which is, you know, building websites, selling mm -hmm. things online um, and Amazon's my biggest competitor. And a lot of times there's, they might copy the exact thing I have. Someone might copy the exact product I'm selling. Um, what I learned was that, you know, chopping down on prices never worked. You know, I may, sell more, but at the end, I'm going to make less money. Um, or you may not even sell more at all. A mm -hmm. lot of times what I realize is providing more value and raising the price is where you win them all. Um, even in gyms too, you're competing against these big box gyms that have nothing to offer and they're chopping the price down in half. Um, mm -hmm. You know, you yourself as a gym, you know, the, I feel like the best thing you could do is provide you know, find ways to provide more value and, you know, maybe even raise the price for yourself and, and figure out a way to, to, you know, keep these members for a long period of time and have them see the value. Right. Um, but that's just something that popped in my head. Um, now, as far, I do like to ask, uh, you know, before we close out the show here um, in the next six to 12 months, where do you see your facility? Where do you see your goals going towards with your facility? Well, I see us going forward. I'm, in this past week, we've had a couple of very nice uh, paid and memberships take place. A go. lot of it has to do with the weather here. And it's just so funny because if you don't sign people up on a rainy day. You sign them up on a sunny, bright, warm day, which is kind of odd. So you know, we're out there um, making sure that we're doing extra things on sunny days, like standing uh, outside the gym, uh, we put signs along the gym like, you know, like it says for rent or whatever, but we'll make an open house sign or something. But the whole goal is to, is to try to get more visibility uh, and more people to come in. So we may have to participate in more street fairs or something like that to increase our visibility to the community. Okay, well, awesome. I'm excited to, you know, hear what you have going on and, and you know, uh, where you go with your gym this year. Uh, but I think that's a pretty good place to start to wrap things up, Dale. Um, but before, you know, we sign out on this episode, please give, you know, a shout out to your facility, maybe your website or your Facebook page, uh, just so the listeners could, you know, find some more info on your gym. Right. Well, Fitness on Demand 24-7, 24x7. That's us. Uh, our motto is, uh, and it's, it's on my shirt, it says, we fit your busy lifestyle. So we have all times, all kinds of things that people can do payment-wise. I mean, we've helped people who don't even have any money come and become a member of the gym. So, mm -hmm. uh, but Fitness on Demand 24X7, that's our website. Uh, we're on Facebook. Uh, we're trying to get onto Twitter and uh, some other, other opportunities. We'll, we'll see what happens with Elon and his stuff over there first before <laughs> we can go too much further. Uh, but uh, I encourage anybody who has any questions to, uh, to 
email us. I mean, uh, the email comes directly to my personal email, so I don't miss any. So uh, we uh, we watch the camera sometimes instead of um, movies on TV, just to see that everybody's having a good time at the gym and, and not falling asleep while they're working out. <laughs> there you go. You're here to hear fitness on demand, you guys. So I appreciate your time and I look forward to seeing, you know, what you accomplish down the road. Um, and to everyone who tuned in today, we appreciate you as well. Um, as for the listeners, don't forget, if you want to be notified about future episodes, hit like and subscribe. If you are interested in joining us to talk about your business model within the fitness industry, click the link in the description, fill it out, and our team will be in touch with you soon. And as always, until next time, Jim Lords out. Thank you so much for listening. If you found this content valuable, here's four ways we can help you grow your gym for free. One, grab a free copy of Alex Ramosi's best-selling book, Gym Launch Secrets, at alexsbook.com. Two, join our free Facebook group at alexsgroup.com. Three, if you're a gym owner, you can apply to be on the podcast by emailing us at podcast at gymlaunch.com. Four, leave us a five-star review so we can gain access to more gym owners and bring those lessons back to you. And as always, Tap that button and subscribe to this podcast for more.